1: Tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, you may have just heard that Congressman Matt Gates is announcing that Republicans will release 14,000 hours of January 6 tapes that were kept quiet by the Democrats. He said he wants to, quote, provide a more full context to that day rather than the cherry picked moments of the January 6 committee. Boy, I can't wait to see what's in that. Because remember, everything that came out that day basically showed, okay, Trump saying, you know, go to the Capitol. And they excluded March peacefully and patriotically. Of course, anything to do with Nancy Pelosi, anything to do with the Secret Service, discounting Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony. I mean, there are so many different parts in there that we clearly didn't see one word of. And Gates further said, Kevin McCarthy told us he's going to get the evidence out in front of the American people. And that means releasing the 14,000 hours of tape that have been hidden. That I think will give a much more full context to that day rather than the cherry picked moments tried to use to inflame and further divide our country. So what is your reaction to this big news that Congressman Matt Gates, remember, who was one of the sort of final holdouts against House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, said, you know what? Uh, I want more transparency. I want it not just within the speakership. I want it before the American public. I say bravo to Matt Gates." I think this is key. This is important. And I also think they should hold hearings after they release the 1400, uh, 14,000 hours of tapes and give some context to it because after it comes out, you know there's going to be a lot of bombshells. What are your thoughts, everybody? The number tonight is 833 969 4447. 833 969 4447. What is your reaction to this big news that Matt Gates broke in an interview just a little bit ago? This is, of course, the Florida GOP congressman who was one of the six who finally, at the end of the day, didn't vote for someone other than Kevin McCarthy. Remember, he just voted for present. And that allowed essentially for Kevin McCarthy to become speaker. But one of the issues that Gates said was, We need a lot of openness within the House. We need to get answers. I want guarantees that there will be full-throttle investigations, whether it's IRS or whether it has to do with COVID-19, whether it has to do with Mayorkas and the border, and we're going to get to that in a moment. But he is now saying that the Republicans, as a team, will be releasing 14,000 hours of January six tapes. And I say this is the beginning of the floodgates, guys, and I can't wait for them to also subpoena Nancy Pelosi, who we know now from multiple sources, including the former head of Capitol Hill Police, that she turned down requests for extra security on January 6th prior to. She knew there were problems, and yet she continued that path and said, you know what? Because of, quote, the optics, that was the message from people in her office And that's not just coming from Republicans. That's coming from the former head of Capitol Hill Police, Stephen Sund, who was out there publicly just a few days ago. So there's going to be a lot of bombshells in this. What do you think is going to be the most revealing moments of this? And how do you think this may change the game and the perception about January 6th? The number to call is 833-969-4447. 833 969 4447. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show. I think this could be a game changer because we have already seen them publicly, basically selectively editing making sure that certain comments came out a certain way and others were taken completely out of context. And it's so interesting because remember Cassidy Hutchinson, that was that Trump aide who got up there. And remember immediately when she got up and said, oh, there was this tangle that President Trump lunged to the Secret Service driver, said, you got to take me to the Capitol, was like physical with him and did a whole bunch more. And because of all of those things, because of that, he essentially said – Uh, You know, it, it made it sound like he was like, you know, verbally and physically attacking the Secret Service agents. Well, we know apparently that some of the Secret Service agents publicly said that didn't happen. And remember, the committee said that they promised to interview them. So did they finally interview them? What did they say ultimately? Well, I can't wait to see what's in this. This, I think, could be a game changer. And can you imagine if they wasted America's time if they wasted millions upon millions of dollars. And I'm sure that there are just going to be so many bombshells in there that change the whole perspective. Because already we know that it didn't produce anything. Remember, at the end of the day, it was like, that's all you got? You spent over a year, you spent millions upon millions of U.S. dollars, you broke into network programming, and that's all you got? So, I mean, to me, it's really stunning. I say bravo to Matt Gates. What do you guys think about this? And bravo... To the House GOP. Already they've decided to rescind the funding for the 87,000 IRS agents. That was what they said they'd do day one. They did that. They're going to talk about the origins of COVID-19. Already one of them in the last few hours has called for Mayorkas to be impeached and has started the proceedings towards that, announcing that he's going to be doing that, the articles of impeachment. So already they're full steam ahead. And now how we have Matt Gates who is sort of one of the diehard conservative Republicans saying that they plan to release 14,000 hours of January six tapes that have somehow been hidden from the public. That's not like we kept a few minutes away from the public. That's like we kept the whole thing away from the public, that we just kind of edited out a few little words. And other than that, everything's fine. What a bunch of hogwash. This, I think, will change January 6th and I think we'll change history the number is 833-969-4447 833-969-4447 and you are listening to the Rita Cosby show uh, let's go to Al in Yonkers Al you're on line three what are your thoughts about this with Matt Gates? I love this Al what do you think hey Al are you there
2: Yes, hi, Rita. Hi, Al. Uh,
1: Come on, uh, Al. you got to be on the ball. Go ahead, Al.
3: Exactly. You know, I just want to say it's a good thing that uh, Congressman Gates from Florida uh, is going to release these hours because uh, it's like you touched on. It's transparency to the general public, and we all have to remember uh, that day of the uh, incident, you know, what occurred in Washington in January of uh, 2021, I believe is that, you know, a civilian was killed that day. So this is, you know, really a sad chapter in history. You mean Ashley yeah, you
1: Babbitt. Know. You mean the unarmed woman who's the veteran yes. uh, who worked at, like, a, like a hospital uh, with her husband, was an upstanding citizen, wasn't armed, right. by the way. And that guy, by the way, the, the officer, and you know I'm the first one to defend officers. But in this That's particular right. case, this officer, L. Um, had reprimands against him. He left a loaded, uh, I think, a loaded Glock in the men's room on Capitol Hill, which is he should have been basically fired for that. That was well before. Yeah, so he was already yeah. like,
4: Firearms, yeah, yeah,
1: he was already like put on notice. And and yet there were no reprimands and he really wasn't investigated for that day. That that family deserves justice. We need to know what happened.
3: Definitely. And I think this is, a, you know, a good start for the, uh, you know, there was a little, uh dissension last week between the uh mccarthy and the uh, freedom caucus but at the end they came together and i think it's going to be a, a good a good, a good uh, team as we move forward
1: yep i think so too and i think the tone is 1000 percent right i mean look here it is only day two and i already listed off That's a right. number of the things that are getting to work al which is what you know, we all want the American public wants right. and we want answers. We just want the truth wherever it goes and not this sort of partisan committee that we clearly saw. Uh Al, thank you. You are awesome. Thank Thanks you. so much, Al, for the call. Let's go to Jacqueline, who was on line for Jacqueline, your thoughts about Matt Gates saying let's we're going to release basically all 14000 hours. I can't wait to see and hear that.
2: Rita, I think all I have to say, it's about time. And I hope they take it to the fullest extent. I hope they do extensive investigations, exposing all of those individuals, Madame Lugosi, uh, Merrick Garland, all of them, for the crimes that they committed, hold that officer Byrd accountable for Ashley Babbitt's murder, put them in jail for the maximum amount of time that the law will permit for their crimes, And also, civilly, hold them responsible financially for the hundreds of millions of dollars that they have squandered over the past two years on all of these ridiculous dog and pony shows. And that'll send a very clear message to the rest of those in the swamp. We're we're watching you.
1: Yeah, I agree. You're right. It'll put them directly on notice. And and also, boy, and we're going to get into this in the next hour, Jacqueline, by the way. Um, I can't wait to talk about the classified documents that Biden had and the plot thickens about where those go. And I, I think there needs to be a major investigation on that as well. Jacqueline, thank you. You're terrific. Always great to hear from you. Let's go to Frank on line two from the beautiful state of Maine. Go ahead, Frank.
5: Oh, Rita, always a pleasure to speak to you. You know, Rita... Um, I do totally agree with you, and I really hope the Republicans get out these, these all these hours of January sixth, but i'm apprehensive, Rita. Um, talk is cheap to me, and the Republicans can say all the things they want to say they can they can spout out every every conceivable um, word against against Democrats against January sixth, but the minute I see action. I want to see action, reader. I want to see, I want to see January 6th squashed. I want to see it destroyed by the Republicans. And then I want to see Hunter Biden squashed, (laughs) destroyed by the Republicans. Then I want to see these Biden, all of a sudden these Biden, um, quote unquote, the, the, the secret papers that were in his, in some brain trust. I want to see that exposed. And once you see all that going on, Rita, that's, gonna, that's when I'm going to realize that the Republicans are really, really telling the truth and are really going to go for it. Right now, it's talk. Yeah, I no, that's a action. great point. And I by like the way, talk. Frank,
1: I'll take it one step further because I, I agree with you, Frank. I actually think um, – And I do think they will go through with it. So far, they're doing the right things, at least, or at least saying the right things, to your point. But they did actually rescind the IRS. Again, it still has to go up to the Senate. There's a whole bunch of steps. But what I think will be really interesting is not only laying it out there, but looking at the standards where, you know, if Trump sneezed, he was impeached, you know. So, I mean, based on what could be potentially there, and we'll see where it goes, But if it turns out that some of these documents were super classified, there better be a special counsel in the next day or two investigating him. And there should be impeachment hearings if there are very serious things going on there uh, tied to Hunter Biden and all that other stuff. If indeed it does, we don't know. But let's see. It doesn't look good. And uh, so they better live by their own standards, too, and go after Go full throttle, not just lay it out there, but lay it out there with actual results, too, as well. Frank, thanks so much. We're going to continue your calls after the break, everybody. 833-969-4447 is the number to call tonight. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show.
0: The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
1: I'm still Ste is everybody back up in the building It's been a minute tell me how you're feeling Ca I'm about to get into my feelings how you feeling how you feel right now oh, been so down and under Well it looks oh, like and the Democrats are gonna be under a lot of pressure Lizzo because boy things are getting hot Matt Gates announcing just a little bit ago, that the Republicans will be releasing 14,000 hours of January 6th tapes that were hidden by the Democrats. We only heard little portions. And remember, in some interviews, it was like, I think and the uh, Trump will be indict, uh, did. You know, it was like, maybe there's some editing in that comment, you know? So we can't wait to see the other hours of that same conversation. There's going to be, I'm sure, a lot of bombshells in this, and I'm happy to see that Republicans are going full steam ahead. We, the American people, deserve the answers. What are your thoughts about this? Do you think there will indeed be some bombshells? The number is 833-969-4447. 833-969-4447. By the way, also coming up We are going to be talking about the meeting with President Biden and Mexico's president. Uh, This is not a compliment. Mexico's president thanked President Biden for not building one meter of the border wall, saying you've been the greatest president ever, because most recent times I can't think of another president uh, that has basically cared less about border security than you. Thank you so very much having a wide open border and taking everybody and paying for it all and you guys are a bunch of suckers that's basically the translation we're going to talk about that after the break because it was stunning and there's biden like you know nodding like a guppy oh okay great 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 1-833-969-4447 let's go to norman in brooklyn on line three norm what do you think first of matt gates And uh, I know you mentioned you were there, right, at Capitol Hill on January 6th. What do you think we're going to hear in these 14,000 hours? I think there's going to be a lot of explosive details.
2: Yeah, Rita, as a January 6th veteran, it is doubtful to me that the exposure of these tapes will add anything profound about our participation that day. However, it might add some exposure to our politicians' role in screwing up that day, and we just have to wait and see.
1: Now, what about um, Nancy Pelosi? We know that they didn't interview her. They didn't even, you know, of course, they didn't want to go there. Um, But do you think Mm -hmm. that there could be some other details about some of the security failures, which to me are really stunning? Because I think about how different Mm -hmm. that day would have been, Norm, if there was, you know, security around the building, which there would have been for just a basic rally. I'm not even talking about any of the events of January 6th. I'm just talking about a Mm -hmm. basic rally you would have had, A lot more security, just even around the building. It was so obvious what a security failure and clear breakdown it was. And now we find out the optics. She didn't want it. Go ahead, Norm. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, for a rally of that size, which was advertised for a very long time, and we knew going into it basically that they were bringing tour buses from all over the country to it, um, they should have had uh, 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 National Guard or something there. Um, It would have perhaps... Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we, well, they should, certainly should have had National Guard to protect the Capitol.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that that, one thousand yeah, I mean, percent, Norm. Like, Norm, I one thousand yeah. percent agree with you, my friend. Thank you so much. Always great to hear from you. Um, let's go to Robert. Line four. Robert, your thoughts. Hey, Robert, what do you think? Robert, Hi, hey, Robert, go ahead.
6: Okay. Uh, okay,
5: something happened to Norman, huh?
1: No, no, he didn't. I was finished with Norm. I love Norm. Go ahead. But you have a few seconds, Robert. You got to hurry up. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. We not only deserve the truth, but we also deserve justice. I'm interested in Fauci
2: with the COVID committee.
1: That's, a, that's an interesting point. I, I think we need answers on that one, too. Great point, Robert. We're going to continue your calls, everybody, after the break. And also talk about the border, too. Stay tuned. 833-969-4447.
0: This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
5: Uno. He's your numero Uno.
0: The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue.
1: And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, where we love honoring our law enforcement and their families. A story coming from Warwick, Rhode Island. I've been there. I love Warwick. The Warwick Police Department honored their own. Monday night of this week at a special awards ceremony at City Hall, the officers' quick responses helped save lives. And the officers said they're proud to be recognized, but maintained they were just doing their jobs. Uh, one of the officers, Stephanie Pabas, who is now a Dover police officer, but at the time was in Warwick, said it was a team effort. Any of my fellow law enforcement officers would have responded the same way I did. Well, in September of last year, Officer Pavis saved a woman who was left fighting for her life after a car accident. Uh, Officer Pavis said, we practice our tourniquets all the time, but obviously in the field it's a bit different. She responded to an incident when she found the woman driver had been ejected from her car with very severe wounds on her legs and a lot of blood loss. Pavis quickly applied a tourniquet which stopped the blood flow and actually ended up saving the woman's life. Officer Pavis said, Quote, I'm just lucky that my training kicked in, that I was able to react fast enough to save a young woman's life and send her back to her family. What a beautiful, beautiful thing. She was one of two officers that were honored by the police department with a life-saving award. And it's just a great example of the terrific work our law enforcement does every single day. Well, we are talking about the big news that just came out a little bit ago, that Matt Gates, Congressman Matt Gates, one of the Republicans who was sort of the final holdout, if you will, the dramatic vote with him and the others, it was six total uh, that basically sealed the deal. And finally, Kevin McCarthy became the speaker well, Matt Gates broke the news just a little bit ago uh, that the Republicans have agreed to release all 14,000 hours of the January 6th tapes. Remember, we've only heard just a little bit, little snippets, which can always be taken out of context, and I'm sure were by the Democrats. We know a number of them clearly were. So let's see it all. And this is part of the transparency effort uh, by the committee's. And including Matt Gaetz says he feels very strongly that this is absolutely important, that he feels the Democrats hid so much of it and altered it for the public. And now it's time that the public knows the whole story. So, boy, the floodgates are going to open, guys. The number to call is 833-969-4447, 833-969-4447. Let's go to Stan on line two. Stan, what are your thoughts about this? I think it's good, Stan. Transparency and everybody gets the full story. Good thing. Don't you think, Stan? Oh, you were talking to me? Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year, Stan. Go
2: ahead. All right. Number one, Nancy Pelosi, if you hear me, honey, sweetheart, if they give you a subpoena, don't show up, sweetheart, because Kenny McCarthy, that low-life new speaker who's weak as hell, didn't come when he was subpoenaed, so for January, so you don't need to come. So don't forget about it. Number two, Dr. Fauci, somebody just brought up. He appeared two to three times already to this committee. They didn't buy what he said last time. Dr. Fauci, you're going to be a Nobel Prize winner. Don't show up. You don't need to prove anything to these idiots. And he will do the same thing. That's This Republican takeover, it's legal. It's electable. But they ain't going nowhere because there's a Democratic president and a Democratic Senate, and that will be the end. This will all blow steam. Oh, I
1: disagree. So, Stan, let let me first off. I mean, the Dr. Fauci, now they have subpoena power, Stan. It makes a whole broad of difference. Now they can suddenly say, hey, you know what? I would love to see the phone records of Dr. Fauci on this day. I would love to see email records. Same thing again also with Pelosi that day. We already know, by the way, Stan, we don't even necessarily have to have her testify because all we need to do is basically call the former head of Capitol Hill Police who, you know, this guy, you know, is not a partisan. And he came out and said that Nancy Pelosi's office uh, was aware of of demands for extra security, and they turned it down. And this is prior to January 6th. So maybe we don't even need her, but she better testify because you were critical when these others didn't testify. So now you think it's OK. It's like fair game. You know, if you want to look like you're above at all, Stan, then guess what? They should testify. If you think it's bad for the Republicans to not testify before a very partisan committee, uh, well, then you think, all right then it's okay for Pelosi when maybe it's a little more balanced don't you I mean why not what does she what does she have to hide and what is what does Dr she Fauci has- have to hide
2: Absolutely nothing except that the fact has testified three times already, and they weren't satisfied then because He's they didn't get enough, the documents. They, they
1: didn't have the. He they didn't have, have the power.
5: All right, so just and so, well, so just there. hide and they dodge have and the weave. Power and they never showed up. All right, never hide and dodge and
1: weave. That sets a really good standard. Wow. Stand Hide, hey, hide we dog, weave. Weave. dodge, weave, weave, dodge, hide. We play the same game. Well, then guess what? Then they probably then they can work around it because I do agree with you that they will try to duck it because guess what? They're already getting attorneys trying to figure out how they can dodge it. So, gosh, it sure sounds like they're not afraid of anything. Right, Stan? I mean, that Uh, doesn't sound good. uh, Hey, Nancy Pelosi's history will be better than Kevin McCarthy
2: in the long term. So uh, he can stay there, but he may not last a month or if, if he does the wrong thing and sneezes. They may get rid of him with the new uh, rules that they have. So he's an extremely weak speaker, and we'll see what happens. That's
1: all. Well, they're full steam ahead already. They already uh, rescinded the money for the IRS. Let's see. Stan, I love you and appreciate you anyway. Go ahead. Uh, let's go to Susan. Line one. Uh, Susan, what are your thoughts about all this? Okay, well, of course your former caller wouldn't talk about
2: the 14,000 hours that we're going to actually get to see after that kangaroo um illegitimate uh committee that they had which did not was n- 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 so this is not going to be that way. We're going to see 14,000 hours and we're going to find out more about um Ashley Davestack and another woman uh, uh, Rosalind, uh, Kate, oh gosh, first name Rosalind, I first, I just, the first name's coming out. Yeah, but anyway, they go ahead, Susan. Yeah. Died that day. And there's two pipe bombs that need to, uh, were, uh, went off, uh, also within 24 hours of that, that they just raised, uh, the, uh, Justice Department raised
1: the, the, um, uh, uh, what do you call? Well, well, let me get to How your, your point. This? Hang on one second, Susan. Your point is the pipe bomb incidents are interesting that were found like outside the DNC, and it, it looks like only part of the video was released, where you can't see the act, and then the video, the cameras that apparently are in clear sight somehow we didn't get those videos. So uh, that would be an interesting thing too. So I think you bring up some fascinating points. Thank you very much. Let's go to Teddy, line four. Teddy, what do you think uh, we'll get out of these 14,000 hours that Matt Gates is revealing? Teddy, go ahead.
2: Yes, uh, Rita. How are you doing? I'm
1: doing well. Go ahead, Ted.
2: Uh, uh, Rita, McCarthy gave everything away to his Republican colleagues except his underwear. Now, Rita, if any one individual from the Republican Party wants to recall him they have the opportunity to do it rita there is no credibility rita i'm at the vfw right now there are five vietnam veterans who call you an, inno, you know, independent in name only i have brought in tapes about you rita well that's great so teddy no teddy hang on one
1: second teddy teddy you're gonna it sounds like you're gonna go to the bathroom in your underwear okay so hang on one sec Two things. First off, most importantly, since you're at the VFW hall, you tell all of those folks I love them and we appreciate them and we absolutely appreciate their service and welcome home. That's one. Two, uh, your point that you don't think anything's going to come about uh, basically absolutely from these tapes. Not. And and I, I disagree, Teddy, just because I think clearly no matter what, 14,000 hours, there's absolutely going to be a lot more details that come out. Um, and, and it could be. We'll see. Whatever it is, the American public deserves to see. That's fair. Uh, there's no reason not to keep them uh, hidden. I mean, to keep them hidden. There's no reason not to put them out. Uh, the only thing we can do is get more knowledge and get a full picture. So, Ted, I love you. And you tell the veterans I appreciate them, too. Thank you so much. Let's go to Ed on line three. Ed, go ahead. Ed, your thoughts about all of this?
2: Oh, I love Matt Gates. He's my hero.
1: Yeah, what do you think of the fact that he says he's going to release? He's a fighter, and he said, listen, they will release 14,000 hours. That's a lot of tapes. And you heard what I said with Teddy. Teddy doesn't think anything's new. Out of 14,000 hours, I think we're going to find some new stuff wherever it goes.
2: I I just like the fact that uh, no more omnibus bill with earmarks, you know, because even the Republicans would cheat. Rand Paul Used to stick earmarks on uh, bills that had uh, military budget uh, appropriations, and then he would purposely vote against it, knowing it would pass without his vote. And then he could uh, he could turn to his constituents and say, "Oh, I never voted for a bill without an earmark." That doesn't mean he he put them through. So both
6: sides cheat. No, and by I the
1: think... by, the way, that's a great point because there is a lot of Republicans that also, you are right, add you know play the games with the bills or the ones who add these pork projects that shouldn't. And and I think when it comes to like military spending, there shouldn't be anything added. I agree; it should be a clean bill. And that, by the way, that was one of the things um, to your point that Gates was pushing for was transparency and to sort of have a clean bill on all of those things. It, so I, I think yeah, that's it, a good it, thing, Ed.
2: And the other important thing is no more COVID mandates because, I mean, people lost their job because they didn't want to take the shot.
1: Right, I right. Mean, it's outrageous. Country, what country is this? I know. I, I agree with you, East Ed. Is Germany or America? <laughs> Ed, it, I agree with you. It is so outrageous. And the fact that they also did that to veterans and law enforcement and they did it to nurses and doctors. I mean, it's like, are you kidding me? These people who are such critical and essential Uh, to our society. Uh, The fact that they've, you know, even maintained it still in some of those groups till this day is outrageous. I mean, you know, it's just, it is unconscionable what's happened. And I agree, a lot of things. There's a new sheriff in town, and that's a good thing. And thank you very, very much. By the way, I want to also make sure that we get to uh, the point about Biden and the border. This is amazing. He just had a meeting With the president of Mexico, as you know, in Mexico City, it's called the Tres Amigos Summit, uh, the North American Summit. And it was President Biden and Obrador of Mexico and also Trudeau of Canada. And I couldn't believe this. In the press conference, the Mexican president thanks President Biden for not building one meter of border wall, saying we haven't had a president in modern times who has done such a great thing as you is basically wide open the border and have every single person illegal crawl, crawl through. Thank you, president Biden. And by the way, if you can send us a whole bunch more money, we would really appreciate that as well. And president Biden's like, uh, 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 it was the, it was like just a wild moment, but it just epitomizes where the situation is at the border. First off, Here is President Biden in this, you know, joint presser uh, bragging about how many people are crossing basically the border. Listen to this one. This has been the greatest migration in
7: human history. We're trying to make it easier for people to get here, opening up the capacity to get here, but not have them go through that god awful process.
1: Yeah, let's make it easier. Because our buddy, the Mexican president, whose motto is hugs, not bullets, uh, even though there's a lot of bullets flying in Mexico City these days with the cartels. Well, guess what? You know, just what you need is more money to facilitate what's been happening. President Biden, remember, stop the wall, which is what the president was thanking him for. Also, stop the remain in Mexico so now they can just come right through to America. Don't worry about it, Right. It's just unbelievable. And our president, after this high-level meeting and after his meeting at the border, when he's walking by the border wall, what an insult. He's walking by the border wall. And people should have said, you know, uh, you wanted to tear that down, Mr. President. Couldn't believe that was the photo op of him walking. Didn't have any communication with migrants, by the way. They sanitized El Paso. You should see the before and after pictures. Before, there's like... People sleeping. It looks like like a like the worst slum you can imagine. And that's an American city, El Paso, Texas. And then they find out the president's coming and they clear it all out. So there's a lot of things to take in here. And yet, take a listen. President Biden, what he should have said to the Mexican president was, guess what? We're going to start building the wall because you are not enforcing security. We need to enforce security on our side. The cartels are running the border on both sides of the border. And this has to stop today. But our president doesn't have any cojones and he isn't doing anything to protect our border. So there he is with the president of Mexico. And he should have been saying a whole heck of a lot and scolding him. And instead, he's getting praised for open borders, basically. And then he turns and tries to placate him. Take a listen.
7: We also want to thank you, Mr. President, for stepping up to receive into Mexico those not following the lawful pathways we've made available instead of attempting to unlawfully cross the border between our countries.
1: Yeah, you've really been doing such a great job. That's why we've had 5.5 million since my presidency started. And when Title 42 wraps up shortly, there's going to be a whole bunch more. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. President, for bringing in the cartels and fentanyl. And here is what General Jack Keene has to say about our president and his weak knees when it comes to our border security.
7: We also lack the will here. Uh, as much as the president of Mexico is, is facilitating what the cartels are doing, we don't have any plan here. To help the Mexican government stop this other than to say we're here to support you. Mm. And we should unleash the huge capability that the United States has. I mean, we're the world's experts at dealing with insurgencies and these underground movements that take place that cartels and, counterins- and and insurgents facilitate. We know how to do this. We can help the Mexicans do it. But if they don't have the will, if they're not willing to accept the risk associated with this, it's not going to happen.
1: If they don't have the will, it ain't going to happen. What do you think and what do you make of the fact that the Mexican president publicly thanked President Biden, this is the headline, for not building one meter of border wall? Thank you for making your country basically much more vulnerable. Gracias por todo. one 833 4447 is the number to call. And you are listening to The Rita Cosby Show.
0: The Rita Cosby Show.
1: are talking about President Biden meeting with the president of Mexico, who says thank you for not building one meter a wall. And listen to what Biden's priorities are. We're worried about drug smugglers. There's like a war zone in Mexico. Uh, we're worried about human trafficking, uh, the rapes, the fentanyl. I mean, it is a disaster at our border But this is President Biden's priority, and I knew it. The minute I saw John Kerry in that room with the president of Mexico, I was like, what is he doing there? He's the climate czar. Listen to the president's priorities.
7: We also talked about meeting our commitments to make North America a clean energy powerhouse. And I believe that's within our grasp. And a global leader in addressing the climate crisis. That means working together to promote zero emissions vehicles to build charging stations for electric vehicles that are compatible across our international borders. It means exploring shared markets for clean hydrogen. And it means working together to meet our ambitious commitments under the Paris Agreement, including tackling methane and black carbon.
1: All right. I'm thinking at the border. I'm thinking duck. You know, the cartels are like having a war, literally. They've killed 29 people so far when they got El Chapo's son out. And he's talking about carbon emissions. Are are you kidding me? How clueless is he? Let's go to Tom in Ohio on line three. Tom, this is stunning. He is so out of touch. Rita. Yep, go ahead, Tom. What do you think?
8: Uh, yes, yeah, two things. Number one, I think it's ironic that we finally got El Flanco going to El Paso.
2: And secondly, uh, I, I'm very pleased with the uh, releasing of the videos.
8: I really think that the Republicans, the best thing they could do for their party and for the American people, is to show as much of the truth as they can before the primaries. That way they'll have us Trump people behind them. If Trump doesn't win the primary, if they wait till afterwards, then it will look like they're
2: uh, collaborating to see him fail. And then secondly, it will also
8: expose the media for their, their close relationship with the Democrats
1: rather than reporting the truth. No, that, by the way, that is a great point. And speaking of that, uh, coming up, uh, Tom and everybody, we're going to be talking about this bombshell about the classified documents that were found in President Biden's former office. You listen to The View today, they're like, well, Trump is a liar, so that's really bad. But Biden, it must have just been a mistake that they happened to be in his offices. What a bunch of pansies. And what a bunch of double standard in the media.
0: This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
1: And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, more details coming out about the classified documents that were in Biden's former office. Now, talk about a hypocrite. Here is Joe Biden, where he basically over and over again chastised President Trump and said how terrible it is for anyone to have those top secret documents in their residence like Trump in Mar-a-Lago. How could he have them? That is illegal. It's reprehensible that Biden, he would never do it. And wow, lo and behold, it turns out he did do it. And this is even from his attorneys. And there are so many questions now tonight that are still in my mind. Why did he have them for so many years Why did he keep them in this private office in Washington, D.C. that just happened to be a few blocks away from the Chinese embassy? Right next to a steakhouse, by the way. That sounds like a lot of security. And apparently it was like locked up in some box in the closet. And it was intermingled with documents that were not classified. So that's not very good security. Two, where were they all this time? Because... They weren't in that location, by the way, because there was apparently about a year or so until that office was being set up from when he left the vice presidency. So what did he have them like sitting in his kitchen table for a year? Were they in Hunter Biden's office for a year? What the heck were they doing there to begin with? And where was the chain of custody? Also, as vice president, he doesn't have the power to declassify documents like a president does. So what was he doing with these documents after the fact that apparently are stamped classified? And also, what about why are we just finding out about it now? Apparently, these documents, according to his attorneys, they say they suddenly happened to locate them when they were moving his office. And we're going to get to that in a moment because that's kind of fishy, too. But if you believe the story that his private attorneys discovered them on November 2nd of last year, Before the midterms, why did it take two months to find out about it? There's something that just doesn't add up about this story, and I think we need to get to the bottom of it. And you're going to pay a private attorney who works for President Biden? I don't know, what do they get billed? $400 an hour? Maybe up to $1,000 an hour? Wouldn't you have a moving company or somebody do that kind of move if you weren't looking, if you didn't think you had Classified documents, which is what President Biden maintains. Wouldn't you have like a a moving company or an assistant or somebody do it? Why would you give an attorney that kind of a job? There's something that just does not make sense, and the American people deserve answers. And again, what a double standard that we are seeing. And I think this so nullifies the investigation of President Trump on this matter. And if not, Where is the special counsel inviting, you know, and now deciding that he has to talk to and investigating President Biden? Because, boy, this sounds awfully fishy. What are your thoughts, everybody? It's 833-969-4447, 833-969-4447. In just about a minute or so, we are going to have on the great founder of Just the News and journalist John Solomon, because he just did— an exclusive interview with President Trump where he talked about the matter. And I want to play a couple clips. First off, this is President Trump's reaction. This is President Trump's reaction where he was asked essentially about the documents and the fact that President Biden also had documents. To me, it is such a pot calling the kettle black. Again, the hypocrisy between, you know, here it is Biden trashing President Trump over and over again, and yet now suddenly these documents are found in President Biden's former office, and he's like, "Uh, I don't really know much about it. He was just asked about it in Mexico recently, and he said, oh, I don't really know about it, and for that reason, he doesn't really know what's basically going on. He's like, "Uh, uh, 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 I'm not really sure. Here's a little bit of the interview with John Solomon talking about the documents with president trump take a listen
3: well you know as vice president he doesn't have the right to declassify they shouldn't have been there and for that long i guess it was 7 years or 9 years now i'm hearing very extended periods of time it was also big stuff a lot of it having to do with ukraine and as you know his son got paid hundreds of thousands of dollars a month from ukraine and i think they got a 3 million dollar upfront payment to sit on the board of a company that was a very a problematic company, a very, a company that had a lot of problems. But uh, it was uh, shocking, actually, to see.
1: It sure was shocking for all of us to see. And President Trump is right. Those documents, according to reports, are now saying that they had to do with Ukraine. Boy, nothing fishy there with Hunter Biden and President Biden. My goodness. Also, Iran, remember, at the time, they were trying to do a nuclear deal with Iran. And remember those pallets of cash that the Obama administration sent over? Nothing fishy there, right? Um, and then also with Great Britain. Remember all the stuff with the steel dossier and all this other stuff? Really interesting that those are where the three countries, basically, some of the top secret information is coming from. Surprise, surprise, surprise. The number is one 969 4447 tonight. And joining us now to talk about all of this is the great investigative journalist he's also the founder of just the news our dear friend john solomon uh john this is so fascinating this interview we're going to be playing more of it of your great exclusive interview with president trump that you did just a few hours ago um first off tell us sort of some of the highlights and some of the things uh, that you thought were most fascinating about this interview you just did with the president
8: well, thank you, Rita. Yeah, listen, I think the most interesting thing, he believes this changes the equation with the Justice Department and the special prosecutor investigation of his own documents that were seized at Mar-a-Lago by the FBI. So this clearly changes things. Um, if you're going to apply the standard to me, you've got to apply the standard to Joe Biden. And when when do they start raiding his home, or maybe Hunter Biden's home, or his other offices? Because that's how they treated me. And I think he has uh, seized upon a, a true political reality, which is this complicates the Justice Department's investigation of Donald Trump, which has already complicated before, but this really does. How are you going to apply the law to Joe Biden? How are you going to apply the law already, as we know, to Hillary Clinton? And how did you apply the law to Donald Trump? Donald Trump ends up looking like he's been disparately treated. I think that's one of the first things. Uh, There's a second moment where he talks about why this is such an important revelation, not just for the classified documents, but a reminder that this center – this Biden Penn Center, where Joe Biden had an office, had a million dollars in salary get paid to him after he left the vice presidency, was uh, at a university that got significant Chinese funding during the time that Joe Biden was affiliated by all, by media accounts where there are actual records that have been provided to the Justice Department or to the Education Department. It's like $54 million of Chinese money flowing to the University of Pennsylvania in and around the time of the creation and sustainment of the Penn-Biden Center. So Joe Biden asked, uh, uh, Donald Trump asked this question, Everywhere you go with Joe Biden, there seems to be a China connection. He's on Air Force Two. His son's there scoring a big deal in China in 2013. In 2015, uh, Hunter Biden is selling an American automaker parts company that makes very sensitive windshields for uh, U.S. military aircraft. He sells out to China, scores big on that. 2017, right in the time when this pa- Biden Penn Center is being set up. Uh, Hunter, Hunter Biden is working on a deal with CEFC, a Chinese company, gets a $5 million forgivable no-interest loan, and he offers the keys to that company that he's working on to his dad, Joe Biden, now the retired vice president. China, money all around the Biden family all throughout this period, and I think the president took some extra time to really focus that, but this is more than just classified documents. It's also the China relationship, and if China had this good a relationship, maybe they had access to the documents, and so... Uh, The president really seized upon that. And there's another moment, just real quickly, that really caught me. I asked him about all the FBI censorship. Uh, all the things we've learned from the Twitter files, and the president denounced it, said the FBI doesn't belong there. But he also had a moment where he showed a little bit of graciousness, which is, you know, we all like the FBI. We want them to succeed. I want them to succeed. I just don't want them to be involved in politics, putting their thumb on the scale of an election, and certainly not infringing the free-right speeches of Americans. But showed a moment of graciousness to an agency that has antagonized them, whether it was the Russia collusion investigation or the raid on his own home. So some really fascinating moments in the interview.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Wow. This is a bombshell. I mean, it's really interesting. You know, you brought up the China connection to John. And apparently the money uh, that went through to this uh, Penn Biden center was quadrupled, just to give some context. Obviously, $54 million is a lot of money. But the money of China funds apparently quadrupled right after this creation of this Penn Biden Center. Then the other question is, too, is where were these documents? I mean, the timing of it all. Uh, and I want to ask you as as a reporter, as a great investigative reporter, which you are, John, um, and you sit there and you look at the fact that they don't know where these documents were. They haven't described the chain of custody. And even where they say they found him on November second and we 're finding out about it two months later, I find it interesting that they didn 't report it right away in terms of publicly you know here it is right before the midterm surprise surprise it was suppressed, but we 're supposed to believe that it 's safe that somewhere it was for a year we don 't even know where it could have I brought up It could have been at his kitchen table or at hunter biden 's house who knows. And then it goes to this U pen and it's in like a like a lock closet that's like, you know, a second grader could have gotten through.
8: Listen, a lot of this story doesn't add up as of yet. Now we need to go keep an open mind, keep digging on the facts. But one thing we know for sure, when the Justice Department announced on November eighteenth that uh it was appointing a special prosecutor to look at the classified documents uh founded President Trump's Mar a Lago a compound. At that moment, the Justice Department already knew that Joe Biden had a similar problem at the think tank. Yet, and it didn't tell us. It kept us uh, in the dark on that. It kept us in the dark That's the a election. great
1: point, by yeah. the way. You, you bring up a great point because, what, it was November 18th, right, when they appointed that special? It was. So isn't that interesting? Yep. They appointed that special counsel, and yet they had already known about Biden and made it sound like Trump was the only headline at that time.
8: Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. And at that point, there's very little doubt based on the timeline that we've been given. November 2nd, the documents are found. The National Archives are immediately alerted to this, and within a few days, the Justice Department's alerted well before uh, the November 18th announcement. So why would Merrick Garland make such a big deal about Donald Trump and not raise this other question? Now, he has named a U.S. attorney in Illinois who's a Trump holder to do the initial inquiry. I'm told that a lot of that work's been done. And now uh, the attorney general has a very big decision to make. Will he treat Donald Trump and Joe Biden the same way, or will he keep the special prosecutor for Donald Trump and not do it for Joe Biden? These are big questions, and they feed into the larger narrative that we've all struggled with in this country. Are there two systems of justice? This, How this decision comes down, how this case comes down, will uh, add to that narrative in one way or another. And I think a lot of people are watching. Meanwhile, Congress is digging in. All these committees, James Comer sends a letter today he says, preserve the records. I want to know everything that went on here. And he uh, says, hey, I'm worried about the China connection. I'm worried about Hunter Biden cashing in and China funding this operation. We're going to dig into it. Meanwhile, the Homeland, the House Intelligence Committee chairman sends a letter asking for a damage assessment. How much was American security damaged by the fact that these sensitive documents about intercepts and other information about foreign countries like Ukraine, like Iran, How much the the, the fact that it was in an insecure location for so long, did that potentially damage our national security?
1: That's amazing. And, you know, as you point out, um, the fact that when I heard that it was Iran and Ukraine especially, my jaw dropped, John, because I was like, you know, these are the two countries where, of course, there's been so many questions. And look, President Trump was impeached for a phone call that he made to the president of Ukraine uh, because he was asking about Joe Biden. Remember? And now here it is this. And then I think about all the pallets, what it was, you know, it was half a billion dollars worth of money suddenly drops off in the middle of the night, courtesy of the Obama Biden administration to Iran. We just have a few seconds left. But but the significance that the documents just happen to be from these two countries, John.
8: Well, listen, they're two of the most sensitive countries uh, in in the world right now, particularly our relationship with them. Russia wants to know what we know about Ukraine. Everybody wants to know what we know about Iran, including Iran. Uh, these are documents that probably shouldn't have been left in a closet in an insecure uh, academic <laughs> institution should not have been it's just pretty simple and the president's answer today i didn't know they were there wasn't very convincing
1: yeah he was like uh uh, uh, uh." and the other thing he was reading a written statement so you know somebody said joe you have to read every single word of this no ad-libbing you know it was like oh john solomon great work and thank you for sharing your interview with president trump we're going to be playing more of that later on in this hour because it is terrific my friend thank you
8: Thank you so much, my friend.
1: Thank you very much. The great John Solomon of Just the News, everybody. We're going to be taking your calls when we come back. Do you think that Merrick Garland, the U.S. Attorney General, do you think that he will treat Biden the same way and appoint a special counsel, just like he did with President Trump? There are so many questions tonight. And boy, it doesn't sound like it was in a very safe spot. I'd rather have him with the Secret Service protecting Mar-a-Lago than a Joe Biden's closet. Oh, my goodness. 833-969-4447 is the number to call tonight. And we'll take your calls when we come back.
0: The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
1: Well, Trump got his dream wish. Biden happened to have classified documents. And we just had John Solomon on the show where he had an exclusive interview with President Trump. And here's a little bit because Trump highlighted the fact that Biden's ties to China just are very, very interesting, especially all the money his son Hunter got from there. And this kind of opens the door even more. Listen to what Trump told John Solomon just a little bit ago. Well, that's one of the really big things
3: I think with the documents. Frankly, is that uh, you have China that gave fifty-four million dollars. I understand that's what the number I hear. Yes, and they paid him almost a million dollars a year. They kept it slightly under a million. It's like nine ninety-eight or something, so that this way they can say probably if it, if somebody ever gets wise to it, gee. We didn't pay him a million. You know, it sounds a lot less. Right. If you pay uh, 998000 it sounds like a lot less. Uh, the fact is that China was paying through Penn, which, you know, I went to school at Penn. I went to the Wharton School of Finance. Yes. I went, I love Penn. But they were paying uh, all of this money to Joe Biden. And they have the Biden center there. And I would imagine, you know, they're paying all this money. I would imagine they had absolute... Uh, entree into those documents. And they saw those documents. And those were major places. Now, that's only what's come out so far. But I'd be willing to bet he has many more documents than that. And then if you look at these other places that he's storing documents, I mean, I would think he'd have a a treasure trove of documents. It's very, very sad. But China paid $54 million. And I guess out of that, they paid a
1: million dollars a year to Biden. I would say it's called for a major investigation. This looks terrible for President Biden. And if he thought he was going to be able to duck and weave with Hunter Biden, uh, there is no ducking and weaving now. 1-833-969-4447 is the number to call. Let's go to Dom in Minnesota. Dom, your thoughts about this? You know, Trump is right. This looks so fishy. It looks so bad and by the way, if Merrick Garland is any sense of justice in him, he's going to appoint a special counsel to now look at President Biden because there's even more questions with him. Yeah, Rita, what happened? You changed your number on I me. Mean. <laughs> yeah, you know what, what? What is that, Jenny? Eight six seven five three zero. 9, we like to keep you guys on yeah. your toes. That's that's what it's about. Yeah, Tom. that's a good, that's <laughs> a good one.
6: I, I like that answer. You know, um, Trump. Should write a new book and call it The Art of the Peel, P E E L, highlighting how he is peeling off the onion layers of lies from Biden, the border, the media, theft of top secret documents. Almost everything from casually predicted in a lot of the interviews he had with all of the mainstream media would happen under Joe Biden is being laid bare for the American people to witness. Biden probably kept them to make sure that the next administration cannot get their hands on his dirty Hunter deal. That's what I'm thinking. He Probably he knew he was going to take them. He knew he was illegal. He said, well, I can't let this get out because it's going to be trouble for me and my son. Uh, He probably didn't anticipate a Republican majority to kind of dig into this.
1: And by the way, Dom, I think you hit it on the head. I think he knew that the red wave, even though it was a red ripple, but it still came through enough for the GOP to control the House. Um, I would call it, um, you called it the art of the peel. What about the art of the banana peel? That would be probably the best one. Dom, I love you. You are always great. We're going to continue your calls, everybody, after the break.
0: This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes.
1: And in tonight's Support Our Heroes, where we honor our great military and also their families. A beautiful story coming from Chicago, and it takes to the hockey ice. Staff Sergeant Justin Craggs, a mobilization non-commissioned officer assigned to the 85th U.S. Army Reserve Support Command, along with retired U.S. Air Force veteran Alex Parker, were honored by the Chicago Blackhawks hockey team right before the start of a home game against the Arizona Coyotes. That sounds like a pretty good game. Well, the two service members stood on a red carpet at center ice and they stood next to professional singer Jim who sang the national anthem, and it happened at Friday night's game. It was incredible, said Craig's, a U.S. Army Reserve soldier with 15 years of service. To be three feet away from the singer with the national anthem was just amazing. Craig's, whose military awards include four Army Commendation Medals, three Army Achievement Medals, and the Combat Action Badge, has served on two tours in Afghanistan. He joined the U.S. Army Reserve as a junior at high school in Illinois. And Craig's brother, Branded, reflected on the evening. He said, this is incredible. It's once in a lifetime for us and our family. I think we should continue to honor all service members, especially the veterans. They don't always get the recognition they deserve. They make big sacrifices, so we don't have to. So well said, and how beautiful to see the hockey teams, recognizing our great veterans for their service. And I hope they do that at every game. I know they did it at this game. I hope they do it at every single game. I love when I see, uh, like, the Yankees and some of the other teams doing it in sports. It's just so, so amazing, and it's so beautiful to see. And the whole crowd gets up. Um, But I always love doing support our heroes, and I love sports teams that do the same thing, too. Well, we are talking about the fact That these new documents that were classified, some of them marked top secret, that were found in Biden's former office, supposedly by his private attorneys, who were just happened to be cleaning out his office. First of all, I find it odd. Does anybody out there, don't you think it's odd that you would pay your private attorneys, unless they're on like some payroll for him, but if they're on like a retainer, like an hourly fee... I mean, anybody who's dealt with attorneys is like, uh, you want to keep your conversation to like five seconds. Because every like 10 seconds, it's like ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. So why would you have private attorneys uh, that he's probably paying $500 an hour for a big name attorney who is representing the former president, yet you a know, former vice president at this point? Um, I find it odd that he would have private attorneys Deciding to pack up his office that just happened to stumble upon these documents that Biden says he knows nothing about. Like Sergeant Schultz, I know nothing. I know nothing from Hogan heroes. You know, it's like there's something that just doesn't add up. And why didn't they tell us if they suddenly found it a few days before the midterms? They just happened to forget about it during the midterms. And boy, isn't that timing interesting? Because remember, everybody thought that the House and possibly the Senate could go in GOP hands. And they knew the minute that that happened, uh, either or both, there would be a whole bunch of subpoenas coming. And already they're talking about sending subpoenas based on this new information today. But they really thought that, gosh, they got to maybe clear out the office. Maybe they got to get rid of documents that are in there. And yet they want us to believe that somehow these... Private attorneys, plural, that he's spending a lot of money on, I'm sure, happened to just be cleaning men that day and going through his old office and happened to stumble upon this locked box in a closet there, which doesn't sound like a lot of security. I would contend Secret Service protecting Mar-a-Lago is a little bit better security than Joe Biden and Hunter Biden hanging out. Right, uh, you know, a few blocks away from the Chinese embassy. That's a nice myth to do. You know? All right. But you go through it all and you're like, it just doesn't make any sense. They want us to just believe that it just kind of happened when they were just happened to be going through the office. They stumbled upon it and they don't know anything about it. And also, we don't know if there's any more documents too. And we're sorry we didn't tell you about it for two months. Boy, is this fishy. And boy, is this hypocritical because listen to President Biden. This was in August 2020. And, of course, before the election, and he could not wait to blast President Trump in every shape or form. Remember, he just was like pounding President Trump left and right about everything and saying just how reprehensible it was about President Trump and everything that he did with Mar-a-Lago. And he's like, you know, he treated him again like he was like, uh, you know, like the world's worst criminal, like he should be on like number one most wanted list for having documents in Mar-a-Lago that he technically, by the way, could technically declassify because he was president. And listen to Biden, the way he like phrased it back then. And boy, does he have egg on his face today.
4: Have you been briefed, sir, on the top secret documents that were found at Mar-a-Lago? No. No one has come to you to warn you that important national security secrets were revealed by the storage of those documents at the former president's home?
7: I have not personally spoken to anyone in that regard. I'm sure my administration is aware of all of that and so is the National Security Council, but
4: I have not. Were you notified of the FBI's execution of a search warrant at Mar-a-Lago?
7: No, not ahead of time.
4: The FBI spread the documents out on a floor to make a record of what was found. When You saw the photograph of the top-secret documents laid out on the floor at Mar-a-Lago. What did you think to yourself, looking at that image?
7: How that could possibly happen, how anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that, I mean names of people who helped, et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible
4: and you don't know what was in those documents?
7: I have not asked for the specifics of those documents because I don't want to get myself in the middle of whether or not the Justice Department should move or not move on certain actions they can take. I've I agreed I would not tell them what to do and not, in fact, engage in telling them how to prosecute or not.
1: So that was Biden being interviewed by Scott Pelley on 60 Minutes. You heard, how could anyone be so irresponsible to have documents? And we need to find out what kind of sources and methods were compromised as a result of these classified documents that were found at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, boy, I have no idea. Right. Remember, he's the one who waived the basically uh, executive order that allowed National Archives to alert the FBI. I mean, he was clearly involved. It, it is such a bunch of hogwash. And now here we are today. And Joe Biden was asked. He's in Mexico City. So thank goodness at least some reporters down there were trying to do their job and, of course, asked him, well, what do you say today? Now the facts are you, your attorneys, have located in a closet in your former office documents that you clearly have kept for six years, which you never should have had, that are classified documents. And guess what? They deal with Iran and Ukraine. Don't you think maybe those could be compromised, that you could be compromised? Listen to him being asked about it and his, like, non-answer.
7: When my lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office for me, secure office in the Capitol. When I, The four years after being vice president, I was a professor at Penn. Uh, They found some documents in a box, in a locked cabinet, or at least a closet. And as soon as they did, they realized there were several classified documents in that box. And they did what they should have done. They immediately called the archives, immediately called the archives, turned them over to the archives. And I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. But I don't know what's in the documents. I've, my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives. And we're cooperating fully, cooperating fully with the review, and which I hope will be finished soon. And there'll uh, be more detail at that time.
1: What? A ridiculous statement. Oh, we have no idea. As if I have no idea what documents they found, you kidding me? Like their private attorneys didn't call up and go, uh, 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 Mr. President, uh, you got a problem here. Guess what we found? 911. You know, like, oh, I have no idea uh, what documents were there. Uh, I've kept myself out of it. And he was reading a pre written statement for him because they knew he would screw it up if they didn't. That's the facts. So here is Judge Jeanine Pirro talking about the one thing we're all wondering. Uh, first of all, did Hunter Biden have access? Because remember, they were sharing another office where Hunter Biden was doing business with the Chinese. What a surprise. Listen to Judge Janine wondering who could have seen these documents in Biden's closet. Number one, the attorney stumbled upon these top secret uh, stuff that you could only read in a
5: skiff that are marked classified. OK, Number two, they have been there for six years in a facility that is not locked, that is not secured. We have no idea how many people had access to or actually looked at these documents that were marked.
1: Yeah, we have no idea. But guess what? If you listen to the ladies of The View, Joy Behar, who is like, you know, a defense secretary for Joe Biden. Joe could do nothing wrong. Joe couldn't have anything nefarious, nor could Hunter or anybody else. Trump, orange man bad. Joe Biden, saint. Listen to her basically comparing the two, because it's obvious Joe looks terrible now, but not to Joy Behar. We all know that Trump is a liar and a thief. We know that. So it's not that big a job to say
5: that he obstructed and he lied. We don't think that Biden is a liar and a thief, so we give him the benefit of the doubt. That's probably what's going on. But what I think also is going on, no matter what the truth of it is, be they will spin it, Bubblehead and Marjorie Taylor and that crowd, Matt Gates. You think they're not gonna spin this, that is just as bad as Trump? And so the the lie gets out there, people believe it, just like that Donaldson person, whatever his name is. Byron. What's his name? Byron Donald. Byron, Byron Donalds. Donalds. I saw him also, he was at the, uh, the fight on the floor too, yeah. wasn't he? He was nominated for speaker a number well, of people times. by
1: two people. Yeah. He's the new In darling one of the 15 rounds. He's well, the I mean, what I'm just saying Republican is that the Party.
5: lying has been so invasive, uh-huh. so ubiquitous uh-huh. that no one will believe the truth anymore. And that, that you can put that at the, at the feet of Donald Trump, who started the lying.
1: Right. Biden's not a liar, but Trump is. So we'll just forgive Joe for anything, even if he does something or even much worse than President Trump one 969 4447 is the number to call. one 969 Let's go to Larry on line two. Larry, this is just unbelievable. And now Merrick Garland has to decide, is he going to treat Biden the same way as Trump has been treated? Appoint a special counsel, make a big to-do, embarrass, do a raid. Where do you think it goes from here, Larry? Lair, we're going to get back to you in a second. I think we're having trouble with your line, so call us back. Let's go to John, actually, if we could, on line one. Uh, John, what is your thoughts about this? This is amazing, the double standard so far. Let's see. Hey, John.
6: My feeling is this. and it, Yes, I'm here. You hear me? Yep,
1: I do. Go ahead, John.
6: Okay. My feeling is this, Rita, about the whole thing. And the reason this country is where it's at is right into that. You talked about it with The View. 90% of our media is controlled by the left. It's only five, core, six corporations, actually. So that's six CEOs you, that you got to buy off. We know we got billionaires out there like Soros that will do it. And until the media will shine a light on both sides, nothing's going to change because they're just going to say what they want, and then 90% of the media, right down to like 1010 10 Wins News, which is like traffic and weather in the morning, they're, caught, they're saying the word insurrection. So, I mean, it's it bleeds all the way down into the networks that most people watch, like NBC, ABC, CBS. And our founders screwed up by thinking that they would be the watchdogs of the government for the people. They put in no provisions. But you know what, road. John?
1: People do so, want the truth. Uh, listen, our flagship stations, WABC, we're number one. You know, so so people do want the truth, and they see the hogwash that you and I transparently see. But your your point is a good one. Uh, That the media needs to be fair. I'm happy at least they asked him. I was waiting for them maybe not to even ask him in Mexico to ask him uh, what kind of taco he's eating. You know, I was waiting for that kind of a thing. Uh, And yet, thank goodness, they asked a real question. They should have grilled him on what the president of Mexico said about the border wall, because that's embarrassing. It's basically you guys are suck-ups and, and uh, pushovers. Thank you, Mr. President. You know, I hope that I wish it, would have loved to see a follow-up on that. But I'm happy that at least they asked him about the classified documents, John. Uh, thank you, though, very much, John. Awesome call. Let's go real quick to Mike on number two on the Lower East Side. Uh, Mike, your thoughts about this? And do you think uh, that they will actually appoint a special counsel?
8: Well, I don't know about that, but
2: I know uh, attorneys don't do nothing for nothing, you know. Uh, they wouldn't put their heads on a chopper block unless their heads on a chopper block,
1: already. Right? And, Mike, I'm losing you, but you know what, Mike, you know what your point is? You, do you mean the attorneys that called in that said, hey, we found some classified documents? I don't buy that, Mike, because why would you have your private attorneys moving an office if you didn't think there were any sensitive documents? You know, it doesn't make sense. Yeah.
6: Yeah, I think I think those attorneys know about those documents and other documents. They know exactly every word that was in those documents. They were the ones that pulled the shots for uh, Biden. Yep,
1: oh, I, and, but, and uh, by the way, Mike, I agree. We're losing you a little bit. You sound a little muffled there, Mike. Um, but I hear you, and I agree with you. There's something really fishy. You would not necessarily have private attorneys uh, being movers. You know, I mean, you know, if you think there was nothing of value there, why would you really why would you have private attorneys? There's something that definitely doesn't add up. And why did they wait now two months later? They didn't tell us before the midterms because they knew it would look bad and they thought it would impact the midterms. Shame on them. That's one. And then the other thing that John Solomon brought up earlier in the hour, guys, where he talked about how the DOJ, the Department of Justice, appointed the special counsel against President Trump, did it on my birthday, November 18th. And remember, at that point, they already knew that Biden had the same problem. And they still appointed a special counsel against President Trump, did not refer and didn't tell anybody about Biden having the same problem in what sounds like an even much less secure environment. Uh, Boy, this is just despicable. 1-833-969-4447, guys. 1-833-969-4447. Double standards. And do you think Merrick Garland will have the guts to appoint a special counsel? What do you make of the fact that the documents had to do with Iran and Ukraine? Nothing fishy there, right, guys? 1-833-969-4447.
0: The Rita Cosby Show.
1: Well, I think President Biden is in big time trouble. I don't find it to be a coincidence that Ukraine classified documents and also Iranian classified documents were kept in a closet at an office. And they weren't kept there the whole time either because that office didn't open up till a year later after he left the vice presidency. So, where do they go? And we're supposed to just trust Joe. Well, by the way, there is also another big problem here, guys, too, because the vice president doesn't have the power to declassify. Remember, the president can declassify documents. So, Trump can say, Hey, I waived classification on basically everything that was found at Mar-a-Lago. The vice president, which he only was at that time, he's a former vice president at that point, not president yet, Joe Biden. Didn't have that right. And listen to what GOP strategist Alex Brusewitz had to say about that. President Trump had
4: the ability to declassify documents. Joe Biden was vice president when he put these documents in uh, the Biden-Penn Center that received $55 million from the Chinese Communist Party. He didn't have the ability to declassify And so those were stolen documents. Big difference between Trump having documents that he declassified as president and Joe Biden having classified documents illegally stored in a Chinese funded uh, think tank.
1: Yeah, Chinese funded think tank. And he wasn't even supposed to have them to begin with after he left office office whatsoever. So, boy, I think this is much worse than Trump. What are your thoughts, guys? 833-969-4447 is the number to call on the Rita Cosby Show. Let's go to Glenn, line one. Glenn, your thoughts. You're from Virginia. What do you think? I think it's
2: time to start thinking uh, President Kamala Harris.
1: Oh, God, that's painful, too. Glenn, now you're really giving me pain. Go ahead. Uh, Well, I think Joe Biden, uh, I think uh, he's hit his
2: Watergate. When you take classified documents, and you haven't mentioned them anytime time, and you, like your man had on there before, all that money from the Chinese communists, and the dealings his son has had with the Chinese communists, it makes you wonder what the hell was going on. And maybe it's time for a new president.
1: Yeah, I, I wonder, too. Just Listen, by the way, Glenn, uh, I agree. And I wonder, too, if some of this got out now, like, why did it just come out now? It's interesting. Maybe somebody in the Democratic Party wanted it leaked out for the reason you just said, uh, to suddenly uh, make it just so uncomfortable because Biden has yet to announce if he's going to run again. He sounds like he's going to, but maybe they're trying to dissuade him from running running again uh who knows where this is gonna go you wonder who really finally leaked this out if you will glenn you bring up some great points let's go to rick on line three rick your thoughts about all of this go ahead rick
2: hello beautiful
1: thank you rick how you doing what do you think about i think things aren't beautiful for biden right
2: oh no i think biden think tank is an oxymoron whereas joe biden is a regular moron
1: you know, I, that's a good line because you're right. You have to wonder, uh, they were paying Biden apparently a million dollars a year. Um, and the other thing that also came out, Rick, from all of this is that suddenly the Chinese, the minute he got this Penn Biden Center, they donated $54 million. And it was like quadrupled the amount of donations from the Chinese. Suddenly they were so happy that Joe was there. So there's a lot of questions tonight. We're going to continue talking about this tomorrow night, but I think Joe's in big-time trouble, guys.
0: The Rita
6: Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.